I'm a dad. And I'm about to be. I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. My first child is due early next year. I'm Tom O'Brien. And I'm Aaron Gales. Tom's got a head start on me. But that doesn't mean that I know what I'm doing yet. Join us as I get ready to be a parent. And I try to function as one on no sleep. We'll take on the big subjects. Bust some myths. Find out how the proper dads do things. And avoid Peppa Pig at all costs. This is The Dad Place. Yes, welcome to The Dad Place, episode one, as we take a journey to look at all things parenting and try and make just a little bit of sense about this wonderful experience that we're going through that's also, at times, a little bit of a nightmare. Uh, I'm Tom O'Brien. I am already a father of two little girls, and I'm joined by dad-to-be Aaron Gales. Yeah, dad-to-be. Dad-to-be indeed, Tom. I'm uh, following following your footsteps. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll be joining the exclusive dad club, all being well, at the end of, at the end of January. Um, so I've got a bit of time yet. I'm, I'm not fully concerned. Um, at the moment, but I think once Christmas and New Year's out of the way, I think is probably when panic is gonna is gonna set in. Um, but we'll see. I hope you're you not know. having a child just to follow in my footsteps. Well, I mean, no, not just. I mean, I mean, I do. You know, I, I have always looked up to you, Tom. Um, but no, not just to follow in your footsteps. Is this why um, you've dyed your hair grey? <laughs> I've done a bad job of it as I have. It's it's it's, uh, it's very patchy at the moment, unfortunately. I'm not. Uh, you you're really rocking the sort of George Clooney silver fox look. Um, mine's a sort of mousy brown grey, which is which is a big disappointment, really. Give it a few um, weeks of parenting, and you'll be uh, yeah. you'll be right at my level. How are you fit? I mean, this. I, I'm sort of like trying to remember back, like if you're you're what sort of two two months, two and a half months to go. Trying yeah, to think about yeah. where I was at that point. How are you? How are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you worried? Are you what's what's the mindset? Uh, probably a bit of both, actually. It's funny. It's funny what um, doesn't cross your mind. So I, I only realised the other day, and I, I don't know why this only crossed my mind the other day, but there's a very good chance that I won't be with Rach when she initially goes into labour. So for some reason, in my head, I always assumed that it would happen at the weekend or during an evening after I've got home from work. Um, I hadn't sort of factored in that, that she might call me when I'm at work and say, you need to come home. I don't know why. It's just funny, isn't it? You just, I, just hadn't, I just hadn't twigged on. I just thought it was all going to be very convenient um, and would happen at a time that suited me. Uh, you know, ideally not on a Thursday when I play football, you know. Just, um, but yeah, no, very excited, very excited. I've always, um, you know, without being too sort of, glib about it i've always sort of I've always wanted to I've always always wanted to be a dad really so um yeah very very much looking forward to it mate yeah yeah i think there's gonna i think we are gonna have to be relatively soppy at times so i think you can just embrace yeah. that in the first episode that's uh that's that's out there i think talking about that the they're not one to ruin your thursday night football experience that is exactly what my uh what my eldest daughter did for me uh because um you mentioned that about labour. I was I was with Lizzie on both occasions that she um, she went into labour. I think the first time with Millie, it was a little sort of sad voice Wednesday night going into Thursday morning saying, "I think I'm in labour," like, <laughs> but like knowing like well, 
strap in. This could be a while. Um, but it was that Thursday night was supposed to be the first time that our former workplace were taking on uh, some rivals from Manchester City, uh, the staff of Manchester City at their mm. swanky academy ground, uh, which meant I didn't know we were getting a second game at that point. I thought it was one yeah. and done. I thought my, my child has already ruined my social life and they've not even been born yet and uh, didn't come until Friday morning in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, I missed that game and um, as a direct consequence, uh, we lost 3-0 I believe in my absence um, and then the second time it was um, God it was quick it was yeah. uh, uh, she went went to labour while we were around at her mum and dad's and I happened to be there uh, I was between between waiting to start a new job uh, and then three hours later we had a baby which was yeah. frighteningly quick but yeah. <laughs> there we so, are John, uh, the other thing I wanted to say Tom I, I know we will be slightly soppy at times but I think there's probably a very good chance that one of us will say something without meaning to, that is going to offend somebody. I, ju- I just feel like the audience that we're going to put this out to will be offended. And I just want to say, it'll probably be me, and I, and I don't mean it. I don't mean to sound glib or anything like that. But, you know, I just think I'll put my foot in it and say something controversial like, you know, she really milked it during the labour or, you know, it can't be that hard to push a baby out. You know, that that sort of thing. Wives need to know that we're trying to build a brand here and everything <laughs> is just, these are just our personas. You know, these are just our, our wacky characters in real life. I'm I'm even more interesting than this. So it's, you know, it's, yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure if Lizzie knows how to download a podcast yet. So that's going to be interesting to find out. Um, she has had no interest in a football one. So let's see yeah. if, uh, let's see if uh, her interest peaks when she finds out that she has quite literally been the subject of many of these episodes. So uh, 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 that will be interesting. There was a, a wonderful, and I don't know if we'll get onto this at some point, a wonderful kids TV program called Hey Dougie. Uh, that my kids were watching uh, when I got home from work today. And one of the episodes was the radio badge, where they found out that Dougie had been a radio presenter uh, in a previous life, which got me to then tell my daughter how I'd been a radio presenter in previous life, which was really cool until she heard some of it and immediately said, that's too loud, and went off to go and play (laughs) with a toy instead. So, um, yeah... Nice when your kids support your dreams. Yeah, yeah, they've all. Yeah. They're, they're, so I'm not sure she'll be listening to the podcast either. Uh, doesn't understand why she can't have pictures. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll wait for the YouTube vlog series to come out, I guess. But Aaron, what what are we going to? First episode, we're, we're we're getting we're getting ready for the impending arrival of your child. What mm. what is on your mind? Well, a few things, Tom. Um, so the first one, uh, which worried me a lot because my wife already spends a lot of money on shoes. Um, but I read online that when your wife is pregnant, her feet will grow by a whole size, which just sounds a bit grotesque, really, a whole size. I mean, is it from your experience? Is that true? Feet definitely swell. Um, although right. I must point out that my good lady wife has always had dainty feet, and um, I just think that I shrank her shoes. Um, somehow. No, I think your feet, your feet do swell, but I, she didn't, certainly didn't need to buy any new shoes as a result of it. Um, okay. I think I always thought, and there were a few people who, uh, I'm trying to think whether this was people in the office that we used to work in who were pregnant or whether it was somewhere else, but women who are, who are still wearing heels quite late in pregnancy. And mm. I think that's quite admirable to wear heels any point because they do not yeah. look like they're comfortable. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, if 
if if I were if I were carrying around a human inside me, I would personally probably want to wear the most comfortable uh, clothes and shoes that I possibly could. Um, and so, God, that's got to be crap. If you if you've got a job where you've got to dress up and you've got to take mm. it seriously, uh, I mean yeah. that's something that, that I know certainly like buying maternity clothes was uh, uh, you know that's possibly more where the expense went rather than shoes. Um, there, there was no need for it to, you know, buy buy you know like clown shoes, uh, so that she could fit her misshapen hooves into or something like that. Uh, um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. And it was one of those where I think it's, it's possibly like I think your feet ache because mm. you're you're walking around carrying a life in you for for so much, and it, you know it's it's bound to be uh, to be a bit of a toll on you. Um, but I don't I don't ever remember. I don't think that the growing a size was something that okay. i remember uh, okay. no uh I, I mean i'm i'm not i'm not backtracking just as just to protect my wife but no i, I think it's certainly certainly they were swollen you know i, I think yeah. they were knackered as well but um mm. we did not make a temporary shoe investment so okay. uh so i think that's, that's just potentially that your wife has got her eye on several new pairs of shoes <laughs> and she's told me that her feet have grown. Yeah, if she buys maternity <laughs> shoes, but they're mysteriously in the same size, she's played you, my friend. <laughs> okay, next one, Tom. You will talk about poo almost constantly. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had two chats about that today. Um, you know, yeah. the, uh, and as I said, my eldest was was three about three weeks ago. My youngest was was one about five or six weeks ago. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You you are constantly uh, checking the consistency the color the frequency um in some cases when you get down the line and into uh, into potty training where has it actually gone um i know one's been done but i can't find it you know that uh, um the wonderful day when my daughter uh she's about 18 months and she learned how to take a nappy off the first time and just a massive turd under the stairs um <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know it's. What's the what's the ideal sort of, you know, say say I'm six months in, what would you say would be an ideal? What you know, what's an ideal poo in that scenario? Oh, I mean, you're always looking for soft, uh, right. and I don't know. Are you planning on doing anything like an NCT group? I don't know if that's a subsequent question you've got. Yeah. Yes, no, we are, right. but it's not a question. Um, yes, we are. And in there, they, they, the one that we did, they took us through some exercise, like some like practice changing a nappy and stuff like that. And um, they, they used Marmite as the poo in the nappies there because that was our little introduction to the world of, I think it's called meconium, um, the uh, little tar-like poo that they do in the first couple of days. Man, I was not ready for that. Um <laughs> Because you, it, it was basically, it was like treacle. I can't have treacle now. One of the first yeah. things that my daughter did to me, because they hadn't got around to putting a nappy on her yet, was just shit all over me uh, in the hospital. Um, so, you know, from day one, she'd set up an establishment that I was never going to be clean again. Uh, and and she stuck to her word. No, I think you, you do get into it. Like, you start thinking, like, oh, God, is it green? There are some, uh, um, you'll find yourself constantly Googling. Uh, and the, the result that comes up is, I think, it's a website called Baby Center, uh, that whenever yeah. you're sticking a question into Google, that's one of the 
that and the NHS ones are the ones that you tend to go to as like your, your trusted sources. Uh, but there is a lovely slideshow on uh, on Baby Center uh, that will show you um, like all the different colours and when you need to be slightly concerned. And uh, you see all this like should it be a bit cottage like depending whether the formula or breastfed. Sometimes it comes out a bit like a sort of a cottage cheese, but a bit golden brown. Uh, other time like a greeny poo colour. Um, it's yeah. Um, yeah, you are. You become obsessed with the regularity. I will tell you now, your child will get into a routine where they do their their biggest poo of the day 90 seconds after they've gone to sleep because life is just like that. Um, And you will not... And this whole... The the other thing is around with nappies. You, You... you're, like they say, like go and get your child weighed, but it ends up being quite a faff to do it quite a lot after the initial checks. Like, so you don't do it, and they tell you not to do it more than once a month, which means that if your child's weight is sort of go like, progressing up, you're not always paying attention to it. So you don't know that you need to move into a bigger nappy size until you have a week <laughs> of a nappy not being able to contain what's going in it, and then you suddenly realise, yeah, we we needed to go up a nappy size a month ago. Yeah. Uh, um, it's yeah, it's. Um, it's fun and games. Even this morning, um, Millie, who, as I say, is three years old, uh, she woke up, uh, she came into our bedroom, I was getting ready to go to work, and I gave her a cuddle bye-bye, and put my hand on her back. I thought, how have you got banana on your... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so um, there was just, it just sort of popped out the top of her nappy, bless her. Because um, yes. uh, she's, she's potty trained, but she still wears a nappy at night. Uh, and, yeah, I... I obviously cleaned my hand for about five minutes after that. Um, but at some point, sort of like rubbing my eye during the day, I'm pretty convinced I've now given myself conjunctivitis. So it's, yeah, it keeps you on your toes. It, it, will, yeah. be, uh, it will be constantly in your mind. Mm. Okay, here's the next one, Tom. Oh, and the, and on the, other, the other one on poo, they forget how Go to on. poo in the, in the early days. Oh, lovely. They, they, they forget how to do it, so when it starts to happen... They are freaked the fuck out. Um, like they are not happy that that's happening. Um, and so you have to do these weird things. Like you know they've got a poo inside them because it's been six days, um, and that's quite normal at first. That they might just do yeah. one a week, uh, depending on whether they're breast or bottle fed. Mm. But you then have to start like doing the bike and their legs in like an exercise bike motion, um, or like shoving their knees up into their chest a little bit because it, it sort of loosens loosens their bowels a bit and maybe sends out a little bit of a poo so the stuff you will do the the things that you've never done before that suddenly become your daily routine what joy i might try that i might try that myself next time i'm a bit blocked up that's why you're recommended that you should have a you should actually put your feet on a little stool oh because it gives you better posture uh and because when you're sat down normally you're a bit hunched so you're a bit curved so it's it's you're straining a bit more uh, I can't yes. remember which comedian told me that. I think on an episode of Taskmaster, um, but it's um, yeah, it's it's that's why you're you're recommended to use a little step um, generally. Um, but for yeah. babies, when you're punching the legs up a little bit more, it just helps them get into a better position. Mm. There you go. Okay, this this next one worries me. Okay, um, not for any not for any major reasons really. More just because I, I think it sounds really cringe, but I can already understand how it would happen. You will start calling each other mum and dad even when the baby is asleep and not around you. I don't think we've done that massively. No? No, I think... I th- just, when the, just when the children are around. Yeah, yeah. So Millie, so like, Millie, Millie now... No- to bed. 
Yeah. Millie now knows my name. Yeah. But we massively discourage her from using it because (laughs) it would break my heart. Um, And I'm not even prepared. Like, she called me dad one time instead of daddy, and she had no dinner that night. Um, (laughs) You will learn. Um, It's... No, I I don't think we... The weird one is, like, when we're with my mum and dad. Because, obviously, they're grandma and granddad, and... Uh, they yes, will they will call that. me Tom. I'm like, don't like you. You can't, but they can't call me Mummy and Daddy because that's <laughs> the wrong way round. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we. Also, you don't actually. If you think about it, you don't frequently use someone's name when it's just the two of you because you're not no. trying to gather someone's attention. They're literally mm-hmm. the only other person. So yeah. you'll you'll find yourself. It is weird when you're having those sort of when they're when they're a bit older and you're having those sort of really like bad play style conversations. So mummy, did you yeah. hear that if you go to bed on your own, we'll buy you a thousand pounds worth of chocolate, that sort of thing. Um, like you, you found like those, those sort of really forced conversations that you're having to try and reinforce good behavior where you're using like mummy and dad. But no, I haven't sort of slipped into a Like uh, Liz and I gone out for, uh, for something to eat one evening. And I said, uh, mummy, would you like to see the menu? No, that that's, <laughs> That's not happened yet, uh, and there's a completely different reason why we don't go to that restaurant anymore. Okay, next one, Tom, and I feel like you've already sort of alluded to this slightly, um, but it's okay to lie to your children. <laughs> if I if I couldn't lie to my children, I would get nothing done. Um, the telly frequently runs out of batteries. Um, the telly doesn't work at night time. It, it just yeah. doesn't. Um, we we quite a lot, and we've had real difficulty with with our kids going to sleep on their own, and particularly yeah. Millie. Um, we still have to be in the room with her when she goes to bed, which isn't great. Um, yeah. It means that she does wake up a lot of times in the night because she expects us to still be there. Um, mm. But there was a, an often point where she was when she was sort of between one and two years old, and she'd be messing around and she'd say that she wants another bottle so we'd say well go get you another bottle then go downstairs and put the telly on knowing that she'd get bored and fall asleep not crying it out because yeah. we didn't want to do that but yeah, yeah that was a lie we told to her we've not quite gone to the um the ice cream van playing music means it's run out yet uh lie which is a <laughs> which is a classic parent lie but no like all like y- you kind of have to like oh yeah there's no more food like oh yeah uh, we've got no food left that's it eat this or nothing in a yeah. nice sort of way. Um, always little white lies. And, and um, especially when, when they start to get to the age where they can make decisions and make choices, they will play up, not because they like they don't want this toy or that toy, but because they've now got the independence that they can make that decision for themselves. So they will make an awkward yeah. decision just because their brain's telling you, you could pick something else. So yeah, little little white lies and things like that. Uh, uh, quite, it's a it's a daily occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, people will judge your baby names. Yes, they will. They won't always necessarily tell you though. Um, yeah. We had, uh, and I'm not. I'm not going to name them in case they listen to it, and I don't because I don't want to embarrass them. And, and it was a well-meaning comment that they gave. Um, our our youngest is called Lucy, um, mm. but Lucy I E rather than Lucy with a Y because um, 
our eldest is Millie, but she, her given name is Amelie. Uh, and we yeah. quite liked having the French sort of theme to the names there. Um, so we went with Lucy. And a family member did tell us um, pretty quickly after we said, like, are you sure you want to call them Lucy? They will always have to, like, tell people what the spelling is. Um, <laughs> but, like, like, I sort of, well, well yeah, but... I've had to spell my surname on the phone to someone every single time that I've ever given it out and tell them the yeah. apostrophe. So it's only twice the work. Um, yeah. You know, she's, she's stuffed having a surname like O'Brien and having to understand apostrophes as it is. So I don't mind. And I think it's, it's such a huge responsibility, the names. Like, I wouldn't dare ask you to tell us any names that you're thinking of, but you must have some names in the back of your mind for, for, yeah. uh, for what you'll go down that route. But... Well, well, this is this is it, really. We, we've we've chosen we we've chosen ours, and we're very we're very set. So we don't know if we're having a boy or a girl, but we but we've chosen our names, so we're set on them. And so, to give you an example, I told my mum and dad know um, what we're going to call them, um, but we went to see my my grandma recently, and I said to Rach, I, I mean, I love my grandma to bits, but I, I said to Rach, I said, do not under any circumstances, can we tell my grandma the names because she'll say she likes them, but you, you will know immediately by her face whether she does or not. Um, and I just didn't I just didn't want you know, you saw hands over the names a bit, don't you? And you thought I don't I don't want anything to ruin it. Um, because I thought even if my parents don't like them, I think my parents will be able to hide it well and we'll just say. But I thought my grandma, you know, she's eighty five. She's sort of at that age now where they just tell the truth, um, so I thought, no, we can't tell her. So we, so we didn't, um, because it is. It's a very personal, very personal thing. And like you say, it's a massive responsibility. It's like you're, you're, you know, they, they've got to put up with it for the rest of their lives, unless they hate it that much that they change it by deep pull. But it is. I think it's the biggest decision. I think it's one of the biggest decisions you have to make, if not the biggest. Because we, we like, we had a different name picked out for Millie. Up until about yeah, up until about six to eight weeks. This this this. I think some members of my family know. If they ever listen to this, this might be an exclusive though. She was going to be Jessica, oh, right. Uh, right. which is still a very nice name. And very we nice um, name, yeah. we're we're quite pleased we didn't pick that name just because some friends of ours from our NCT group called their daughter, who was born a couple of days after Millie, Jessica, uh, yeah. and. There was no clash, as far as we're aware. No one pinched a name from someone else, and yeah, you would yeah. you would lose confidence in your name if someone in a close group of friends that you then become through NCT took it like two days before you. I definitely yeah. have a wobble every time we got a text because we were seventh out of eight to have a child. Every time yeah. a text came through, I'm thinking, "Oh God, please don't have taken our neck. Please don't have like just you just don't want yeah. don't want the the pressure." But yeah. we decided after we we just basically I think we picked. Jessica, way too early, like yeah. way, way, like at, at about three months because we found out we were yeah. having a girl and we just said it too much. Yeah. And we went off. The longer we said it, the more we just yeah. realized it wasn't going to be the right name. Uh, yeah. And we wanted to call her Millie, but we also were wary that you wouldn't go and see a doctor who was called Millie or, a, you know, <laughs> or you wouldn't hire a lawyer who was called Millie. I mean, she might not hire a bin cleaner uh, called Millie. We don't know what her profession is going to be. She can make a choice herself. Um, yeah. But we like the name Amelie as well. So yeah. she's got to, she can pick. Um, and she knows her big name is Amelie. 
uh, uh, but yeah, she's good. Nice. She's going to be Millie yeah. for a long time, I think. Yeah. Now this is the last one on my list, Tom. All right. Um, the main reason I'm worried about this is because this is something that I do with every single baby that I've ever met. So I will go and see a baby, maybe a family member or a friend, or someone will show me a photo. And I'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, really cute, really cute. And then I'll go home and say to Rach, oh, that baby's really ugly. And I just, I just, I don't know why. I, 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 when babies are first born, I find them really ugly. And then I'm really concerned that people are now going to do this to my baby, which I, which I think is inevitable, really, isn't it? I mean, does everyone do that or just me? Um, they are funny looking, aren't they? The first couple of days, they are odd looking things, aren't they? I mean, I would, I've got two beautiful girls, so uh, I wouldn't know about ugly babies. No, <laughs> I, I think it's the problem is they're generally, if you catch them when they're asleep, they're fine, but mm. they make funny like little gestures in those first days because they're exploring the world. So they've got screwed up yeah. faces, they've got, um, you know, they're often crying or, or just they seem to do a lot of sort of weird that they'll yawn a million times a day uh, and, and, and twist them up. I think there are, look, let's, let's not beat around the bush. There are some ugly babies out there. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, it's not the be all and end all, you know, they, they, you know, let's not say ugly. They just got interesting faces. There's just mm. a lot more to work with there. You know, um, yeah. it's a, it's a challenge to look at them. You know, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, the, the thing is you like, you like no like and you'll you'll see this when 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 your child arrives there is no no child that you have ever seen or held before will obviously compare and you will subsequently if you've thought all babies beforehand weren't up to much as soon as you see yours any baby you see after that you're like that's no patch on mine and that's yeah. <laughs> that's how it should i mean that's how it should be. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you should only have eyes for your own, I guess. Um, it's um, it's a it's a really it's a really strange thing as well. And the thing mm. the thing the the thing you'll mostly get with appearance, um, you will constantly whenever you're with anyone, they will just say, "Oh, well, who do they look more like?" Then, "Oh, I see a bit of a bit of you in there." "Oh, I see a bit of her in there." "Oh, a bit of you in yeah. there." They've got your nose. They've got your eyes. You probably, as a parent, will not see that in the slightest. You'll just see yeah. you'll just see your child because yeah. everyone told me like people were, were arguing over it in my group of friends that like, oh Millie looks like Lizzie, Millie looks like you. I didn't see it at all. She's mm. got the same. Both the girls have got very similar eye color and I think sort of like shape uh, to to my wife. Um, but I never saw like in the early days anything that looked like me or her and that's the yeah. thing that people get obsessed with trying to work mm. out the other thing you get at that point everyone is going to say oh what's the weight no man in the history of time has ever understood what the answer to that question actually means you could <laughs> you could say 16 pounds and the bloke could sort of shrug and not know yeah. like is that good is that bad yeah. no one knows every woman has known what the what the right answers to those questions has been uh, I don't know if they teach them that at school, but I've n- <laughs> I've never known. Like I, I don't like as well because they only give the weight in a format that I don't weigh things in anymore. So yeah. it's you know how many bags of pasta is that? You know, let me give something to qualify it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That, that's all my sort of major. Well, not concerns, but a few questions that I had, Tom. Um, I was interested to hear your your thoughts. 
Well, I hope I've either put your mind at rest or sparked a huge amount of panic in you. Um, and no, I think you have. I'm very much looking forward to the poos. I have to say, I, I think that is going to provide much amusement in between probable probable large bouts of retching. Um, but yes, I, I you know I do like a bit of toilet humour. So, um, well, you, you get used to it in a while. The 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 main sort of problem I would say is um, if you're going for the disposable nappy and frankly i mean yes it's bad for the environment but my god i'm not prepared to do the other um then then it's just the fact that your um your gray recycling bin uh becomes a complete and utter no zone uh <laughs> and uh in the part of uh, part of the world where we live that bin only gets collected every three weeks <laughs> so the the unfortunate sweet spot we had with both girls using nappies um, basically meant that after a week and a half it was too full and too heavy to do anything with and you've had to genuinely consider do I need to go and do a tip run with like 10 bin bags full of nappies in the back of our car um, <laughs> thankfully not yeah great well, there we are. Yes. Um, yeah. So we've opened the doors to the dad place and we welcome your comments as you come in. Uh, we've set up a Twitter account. There's been very little activity on it yet, but you can find us at the dad place pod. Uh, that's at the dad place pod. That is the best place. If you've got any questions for us, um, you can also contact us on the dad place pod at outlook.com. Uh, that's the dad place pod at outlook.com. If you have any questions, maybe you're an uh, expecting parent uh, who has some similar, uh, similar questions that you've been too afraid to ask much like Aaron. And we could try and, we could try and shed some light on those issues. And we're going to be tackling some of those big issues as well as some of the things that Aaron has got to look forward to over the next couple of weeks in our future your episodes are there anything else at the top of your mind that you think we need to dedicate a solid solid chat to something like that um is that a question yeah Ooh. yeah i mean i think you know i think pretty quickly i'm going to want to tackle the horror of childbirth um because that is something that is playing on my mind really just the whole logistics of it i mean obviously it's an incredible thing but uh, that is, I mean, not, like most dads, I think that is probably something I'm quite worried about. Um, I think mainly because you're so, without going into too much detail, but I think just the sheer lack of control over the process, there's almost nothing you can do except, you know, offer offer encouragement. Um, well, let's 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 find you a role. Let's find you. Yeah. Let's join <laughs> let, Let's make that our next episode. Join us uh, in the next episode where we will. We'll talk about the Excellent. terrifying miracle of childbirth um, and we'll actually sort of maybe maybe try and put you a little bit at ease, Aaron. We'll find some things for you to do. We'll make you useful uh, and we'll talk about, about some of those uh, childbirth uh, do's and don'ts from a dad mm. point of view. Uh, I'm in no way, I should point out, in no way uh, putting myself out as an expert. I just have great access to Google. So we <laughs> will uh, we will um, we'll talk a little bit about that and try and uh, uh, shed some light uh, until then though please uh, take care of your children whether they're with us now or on their way I need a better catchphrase than that that doesn't quite doesn't quite cut it it's a bit weird just, <laughs> I think that'll do that I'll do nice for the first time just challenge. come up with a better one yes um, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll see you very soon here in the dad place